I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerger. Happy Boxing Day. Yeah, uh, Premier League football mm. on. That's, Liverpool, that's, uh, my favorite football team, back at the top of the tables, baby. Division winners. Uh, it was a it was a question I asked in the uh, pool of pools. Who's going to be the uh, first place team on Boxing Day? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's a little bit of a... Um, Boxing Day uh, observed goes uh for two more days. So is that what is that true? Yeah. Yeah, like day 19, 20, whatever match day it is. Like so, some teams are playing today, but some are play it's considered oh, they're all the boxing day, day so that everybody has the same number of games. It, we, we, is that what we agreed to do because December December 26th is boxing day. So really a technicality. I mean, that's, you know, when um others joe bragg others said it in the in the in the pool of pools chat and there wasn't i mean it would be unfair to you know benefit some teams i hear you i hear you i don't i don't don't really have a strong take if it was going against me i'd probably be annoyed is it going against me i don't even know who i have or no no no, i don't know i have no idea anyway i had man city i think there's not in first um man U is playing uh the game right now i believe is that correct uh yeah there's a manchester united game starting yeah um oh i i have i picked man city so no impact for me either way all right. Anyway, um, yeah. So the the Lions have won the division for the first time in thirty years. Congratulations, Lions! I think the Vikings have won it nine times in between your wins. So good job. Um, and what else is there to say? Nick. Kiva doesn't have anything to say. Apparently, no. You froze for a second. So it's really it, honestly watching the Jets was like so depressing because they were their young players were playing really well. And then they're like blue with a huge lead. And it would have been so nice if they just missed the kick to end the game. Because like then it's like, all right, they, you know, the young guys played well. Uh, so something to look forward to. Like when Greg Williams sent 11 guys on the blitz against the Raiders that time. Yeah. Like we should have, we should have hired Greg. We should hire Greg for these last two games against the Browns and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so it was a little depressing because now they go up to ninth. But what are you going to do? Like you're going to, you know, you can't go four and 13 every year, Jets. Like it's fine. Yeah. And what's um, the state of the Vikings right now? Uh, the state of the Vikings is very confusing because, you know, this was it's just really reverse of last season. Last season, they won all the one score games and this season. They just lose them all. You know, it was yet another game where, uh, you know, they had ample chances to win. They, you know, probably play better in, in many respects, um, except that Mullins just, you know, and, and that and it was it was especially impressive because of all the injuries. 
Um, you know, TJ Hawkinson was out. Jordan Addison was out. DJ Wanham, their second best edge rusher was out. Um, and you know, he throw Jefferson was, it was a rare play. Jefferson wasn't doubled. He threw the ball to Jefferson on the goal line open. And if he connects on that pass, the Vikings win that game. But, um, instead he, uh, he threw a real wobbler. It gets picked off and it's another loss. So now they're in a situation they're playing the Packers on, on, uh, on new year's Eve on Sunday night football this week, both teams are seven and eight. So it's essentially the, the loser is done. So it's an elimination game. The winner still needs to do, you know, to win the following week to make the playoffs. Um, and, and and because San Francisco lost and Philadelphia lost, the Lions, I guess, maybe could technically be in the driver for the one seed. I, I hopefully Dallas beats them handily this week so that they're locked in and then they rest and then the Vikings can uh, sneak a win there. But I don't even know who the Vikings quarterback is right now. There's uh, uh, pro football today. Uh, pro football today said that um that uh, they're considering Jaron Hall again. Um, Judd Zelgad, a beat reporter for the Star Tribune for the Vikings, he said his suspicion is that they're going to keep Nick Mullins in for the next two games. Because on the outside, it looks like they're trying to win by going with their veteran, but secretly they're trying to lose the two games for for play for draft seating. So who knows what the hell is going on? If you're in the if you're in the playoff race, you don't try and lose two games. And if they win both games, they're they're probably going to make the playoffs, right? Probably. It's not a sure thing. Now the Rams, you know, have to play San Francisco, which is a tough game for the Rams because San Francisco might have something to play for now, presumably in Week 18. So there's a lot up in the air, but if the Vikings win their final two games, they're probably in, but it's not a lock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but listen, uh, I don't want to talk about the Vikings or Liverpool. Let's talk about uh, our favorite television shows of the year. Um. Okay. Uh, how many do you have ranked? Um. I have 31 shows ranked Um. that I watched uh, to completion this season. Mm. Um. And then I have two other shows that aren't on the rankings yet. Um, but you know, substantially all of their seasons are in this, are in 2023. There's the, like the finale and is in 2024. So I think mm-hmm. I should count it for 2023. Although I don't know, cause the finale can really seriously affect the show. So what do you think about those shows? Uh, if most of the show is aired, yeah, I, I think you can rank it. If it's, if it's good enough to stand on its own with these episodes, then I well, think one of them is the it. curse, which definitely isn't. And I don't, are you watching the curse? I wanted to, but I, I, I shot, you know, I thought it would get really good reviews. I'm a big fan of the safties and the. Yeah, and Nathan Fielder and yeah, not not good reviews. Uh, it's I'm only watching because I keep thinking, well, something there has to be some kind of path here, right? But uh, we got three episodes to go. The path is happening. So all right, let's save those shows. Um, let's just talk about. Oh, so yeah, so I'm not going to talk about um the new season of Fargo, which I think has three episodes in 2024. The Curse, mm-hmm. I think, has two episodes in 2024. Uh, the Dolphins in season has uh, you know, probably one or two episodes in 2024. Let's only talk about uh the the shows that uh completed. In 2023, I have 31 shows on my list. What about you? How many do you have? Uh, well, I'm going to do a top 10, and then I'll I'll talk about a couple of shows that are also receiving votes. Okay. All right. So let's start with the also receiving votes. Um, A couple shows um, worth mentioning. I will say most of my shows came from the first half of the year, meaning I had like a top eight by like May, yep. and it barely added to it after that. Um couple shows um i'll say shows that are like so far gone now uh that i tried watching that i've given up on mm. uh always sunny in south park uh once great shows they just don't in my opinion don't have it anymore yeah always sunny number 23 on my list i'm far long enough that i'm gonna watch everyone and it's uh, i enjoy it you know it's 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 one spot ahead of survivor season 44 by the way on my list so 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a show I'm going to watch every episode of. But um, yeah, uh, is it amazing? Probably not. But it, it's still it, it's it serves its purpose. Um, and uh, shows that uh, you know, I I did like a couple of reality shows. Uh, Jewish matchmaking. It's not. It was not. You know, nice to see uh, the Jews represented. I hope oh, they do a second number seventeen on my list. We did a podcast about it. Um, and then of all the hard knocks type shows and the Drive to Survive and Drive to Survive, I think is probably just about done and in trouble because F one was so boring this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, but the best of them was Breakpoint on Netflix. The tennis version I thought did a really nice job. Uh, got picked the right people got good interviews i thought that was that was a good show so i, I mm. think they're doing another one this year that'll be good i had the jets hard knock season number 25 on my list okay and then i had quarterback the netflix show yeah at, quarterback was also on my also receiving yeah. votes at 14 uh, on my list i did a podcast with rob about that uh, one, do right? we not know has no. it not been revealed who they are doing this year i haven't heard much i, I thought it. i thought i remember reading that like they had asked stafford and he had said no and i think maybe josh yeah. allen was another guy i don't remember anymore it, the, mm-hmm. There were reports about the options, but um, I don't I don't exactly remember anymore. Uh-huh. It's, it's fine to be semi surprised. Listen, they're not going to hit the jackpot like last year. The the Vikings cousin season was like just you know miraculous drama week after week, and then the Chiefs obviously go and win the Super Bowl. They're not going to. It can't possibly be better than that. That's the problem. I think they've uh, mm-hmm. sort of they 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 got too lucky in season one with uh, those two guys, and then Mariota was uh you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, out of the picture by December. All right. So those are your, uh, anybody else? Those are my interesting. No, that's about it. All right, I'll run through a few of mine. Uh, I, I think a bunch of these I've discussed on other podcasts already. Um, History of the World on Hulu was uh was last on my list. Obviously, I was going to watch it out of commitment for Mel Brooks and also uh, Ken Marino, a guest on my other podcast, was uh, on that. But uh, it was it was a a very poor uh, reproduction of History of the World. It was very mad. It reminded me almost of like Drunk History. It was just like a bunch of comedians getting together for like a couple hours to like film these little vignettes, and it was eh, not so great. Uh, mm-hmm. The other two. Uh, another Ken Marino uh, joint, actually, at number 30 on my list. The other two has like gotten worse every year, in my opinion. Um, the character's just whining and irredeemable. And, you know, it started out good. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's sometimes funny, but I don't really enjoy it. But number it 29, canceled, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Number 29 is Winning Time. Speaking about shows on Max that got canceled. Uh, I did a podcast about that already. And, yeah, um, disappointed in that. Number 28 is Harley Quinn, which is like one of the randomest shows that I watch um, because I'm not at all a superhero guy. But um, Av told me to watch it initially, I think because of the fact that um, it, it had, you know, uh, J.B. Smoove and, and some other overlap with uh, some some people from Curb. And so I sort of got into it for that reason. Um, it's fine. You know, whatever. It's a uh, it's a uh, it, here in the 20s are shows that I that I like enough to watch them. But, you know, whatever. It's it's almost like a, out of like obligation more than anything else. Uh, this past season of Survivor, I have a 27. And as I mentioned, uh, season 20, season 44, I had a 24. Did not love either of these two seasons, honestly. Um, in between them, I have SNL, which, uh, you know, not a great season for SNL. A Smartless on the Road, a, a video version of a podcast. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good, actually. It was entertaining. So I have that at 22. The Great is at number 21. The Great's another show that has sort of gotten a little bit worse with each successive season. Um, it's also, it bothers me a little bit like, you know, uh, Catherine the Great was, uh, you know, uh, pretty bad to the Jews, and like the Jews were a pretty significant part of her uh, her uh, population. So I feel like there should be at least some reference to the Jews when uh, you're talking about uh, Russia in the 18th century. But that hasn't really come up yet. Uh, number 20 is Rough Diamonds. Did you see Rough Diamonds by any chance, Akiva? No, I don't know what it is. 
Rough Diamonds was a a, a joint Dutch Israeli show about a an ultra orthodox family in the diamond business in or in, in in or Belgium. Excuse me, not not Dutch. Mixing up my Benelux countries. Um, and then um, you know, there's a somebody dies, and then there's a non religious family member who comes back, and you know, sort of some of that kind of drama. It was uh, it was it was pretty good, I guess. Uh, number nineteen. Speaking about um, from Rough Diamonds, we go to Righteous Gemstones, a similar titled show. Um, my my issue with Righteous Gemstones is like Danny McBride is basically the same character in everything he does. Yes, and so you know, and um, and as he's taken more of a central role, and like John Goodman is taking a step back, I I like that this most recent season a little bit less. Uh, you do not watch Righteous Gemstones, right? Mm-mm. Okay, um, it's also uh, Adam Devine to me even more so than Danny McBride just plays the same character every time. And I'm I'm a little bit over him. So uh but but you know it's still pretty funny. So that's at number 19. Number 18 is last week tonight. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, whatever this 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 generation's um um daily show, I guess. Number 16, I have Party Down, which I already did a whole other podcast about, so you can go listen to that if you want. Number 15, I have Archer, which I think you and uh, and um Rob were making fun of me watching like five years ago, right? I, I was shocked that, that it was still on. Yeah, Archer is. It's honestly, it's very, very funny. It's very smart. Um, but it's a, it's a little like always sunny. It's uh, you know, probably overstated. It's welcome. But uh, number thirteen, I have Fauda, um, the most recent season of Fauda, which it's you know, it's very you know, your heart's pounding the whole time, but it's a bit repetitive. There's too much plot armor around the main character. His situations are absurd, but you know he's always going to survive. And then um, you know, real life has sort of made a. It's it's not a show you can watch now. Let me put it that way. But if you watched it before October seventh, it was uh, probably a little more palatable. Uh, Number 12, I have White House Plumbers. I'm sure you did not watch White House Plumbers, right? No, I did not. Yeah, it's uh, Woody Harrelson and Justin Thoreau um, as, uh, you know, the um, the Watergate uh, break-in uh, guys. Thoreau is, is really, really funny. He's really, really good. I, I really enjoyed the show. Woody is always great. I would recommend it to, uh, you know, if uh, if um, if you liked um, all the presidents, you know, if you care about Watergate, it's uh, or even not. It, it was an entertaining show. Uh, number 12, uh, number 11, I have Ted Lasso. Uh, are you a Ted Lasso guy? Uh, I watched the first season, but it's not my not my thing. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it's done. I'll leave it at that. But it was number eleven, so it's pretty good, you know. But um, yeah, uh, it's uh, I don't know know why actually, I actually had it that high. But um, all right, so that's that's my eleven, and we can get to my top ten. Okay. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go 10. What's number 10 on your list? Uh, number 10 on my list is a show you didn't watch probably and never even heard of called Swarm. Mm-hmm. Swarm, uh, sw- Swarm. That's what they say to it, when Uncle Leo's stealing at the uh, yes. bookstore. Uh, it's about a woman who is obsessed with basically a fake version of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, 
it is pretty graphic and wild. Oh, I see. Like, so instead of the, the the Bay Hive, it's the swarm. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, okay. She is really obsessed with her and will basically do anything to get close to uh, fake Beyonce. Uh, she's really good. It's kind of it's, some of the episodes are great. Some of them are off the rails, but uh, it was definitely an interesting show. And uh, I'm looking. I see seven episodes. Mm hmm. Are these I half mean, hour anybody, episodes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. about a half hour. If anybody, if you watch the first episode, you'll know immediately if the next six are for you, I think. Okay, so I'll, I'll give it a maybe. Um, number 10 on my list is Barry, the final season of Barry. Yeah. I didn't make it all the way to the end of Barry. I really liked the first mm. couple seasons, but I didn't make it. I'm willing to Wait, give up you really liked the seasons, but you didn't finish it? That's an odd. I didn't finish it, yeah. Why? I don't know. I just, uh, I, fe- I, fe- I fell out of love with it the last couple seasons. Okay. Um. All right. Because you said you really liked it, so all right. What's the number nine on your list? Um, number nine on my list is Succe- Succession. Um, mm. I-, I think Succession was a little overrated, but I definitely mm. think uh, there was a place and time for it. Uh, you know, good show. I don't know, even on the Succession level, since Game of Thrones, probably the biggest show, right? It, um, it, and I don't. I mean, I guess maybe the knockoff Game of Thrones was probably bigger, but. In terms of like facilitating conversations, okay. yeah. Um, but I don't know. Is is what's going to be the next uh, succession level show? Even I'm sure there will be one, but I don't know. Well, there's there's more um, Song of Ice and Fire stuff coming to HBO, so maybe that's the answer. No, that's true. But other than that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that stuff comes and goes pretty quick. Also, yeah, Succession took a little bit of time to build. I don't know if season one, season two. Although I guess all these. No, shows for really sure. Good. No, it definitely yeah. it definitely became yeah. much bigger by the last two seasons. I have Succession number three on my list. So a phenomenal final season of Succession, uh, one of the best shows of the year. Number three, a very high spot. Number nine is yet another show that I've already podcasted about. I think mm-hmm. you should leave with Tim Robinson, the most recent season on Netflix. Listen, guys, if you're not watching this, it's it's six episodes. They're what, 15 minutes each, so you can pound the whole thing out in an hour and a half. It's absolutely worth it. Um, number nine is probably the lowest out of any of these seasons. However, each of season one and season two, each time I watched, I loved it more and more. And I've only watched the most recent season three, I think two or three times. Mm-hmm. So maybe it, it might be higher on further rewatches. Um, so yeah, so nine is relatively low considering how much I love that show, but it's definitely my least favorite season so far. But again, this is a show that grows on you and the more you watch it. Yeah, I had it, I had it at six. I I think, uh, I think it's fair that it's probably the weakest season. I mean, the 55 tacos thing may be, uh, you know, at, at, Perfect. Maybe the most enduring part of the uh, of the first three more so than the zipline. I feel like I see zipline the most. Uh, the zipline is big too, but I think that's with diehard fans of the show. Um, yeah. But the yeah, hot, no, the zipline. No is meme there. can can pass the hot dog guy. We're all trying to find. I forgot the guy. Yeah, no, but I'm say, I was going to say a second second to that. We're all trying to find. Yeah, that, yeah. driving that is, driving crooner is pretty big. I think also. Yeah, from yeah, so it definitely uh, had a lot of ups this season. It, it yeah. is a very good show. Is it coming back? Have they said anything about it? They haven't said anything, but they it was like four years between seasons two and three, so I don't yeah. think they're going to say anything anytime soon. So that was my six. What's um? At, all, right. Uh, all right, so what's your, your eight? eight? No, that was my uh, nine. My, my eight is Poker Face. Okay. Um, it, you know, it's funny. It is like um, it, it gets a little uh, similar after a while, but I really like Natasha Lowe and I like the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a you know good journey beyond. So I like Poker Face. Yeah, I'm not and, sure why yeah. I didn't watch it because I mean I like Natasha Leon a lot. Uh, she's in all these old Navy commercials now. Um, Russian Doll was fantastic, which was I mean that show was like hers all the way around, right? Like she, I think she like co-created it and wrote it, directed mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. is Poker Face? She's just more like she's acting in it, or how how significant is her role? I mean, it's her. She's the only person like in every episode. 
Okay. All right. Um. So all right. So I so far I'm gonna try out episode one of Swarm and episode one of Poker Face. So you're giving me okay, good homework. Fine. I appreciate That's that. Good. All right. Um, number eight for me is a show that I'm absolutely positive you did not watch. That's The Crown, the final season yeah. of The Crown. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's if I was it. on The Crown, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, this season was the season that I sort of identified with the most because, like, the Princess Diana stuff in the 90s, like, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, her death was like an iconic moment for me. I remember exactly where I was when I found out I was in Toronto and, um, you know, it was a, it was a big moment for people in 1997 when it happened. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, I, I thought that the actress who played her was, 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 was really, really good. Um, I should look up her name. I apologize. Cause I don't remember. Um, her name is. Oh, season one. I don't want to know the season one cast. Give me the final season. Uh, it is Elizabeth Debicki plays um plays Princess Diana. So she's great. Uh, Jonathan Price um plays um Queen Elizabeth's husband, uh, who uh, of course we all know and love. Dominic West from The Wire, of course, plays uh, Prince Charles. So um yeah, you got you got you got an exciting Prince Charles, an exciting Prince Phillips. Um Prince Philip, excuse me, not Phillips. <laughs> um yeah, I liked season eight of the crown or season six, season whatever it was. It's number eight on my list. What's number seven on your list, Akiva? Um, seven on my list is shrinking. The shrinking. I don't know what that is. No, shrinking, not the shrinking. Okay. Uh, shrinking is Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Uh, oh yes, Jason... yes, yes, yes. The shrink show. Yes, 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 yes. It was a few shrink shows, but uh, you didn't see this one. No, but I mean, I saw big billboards around uh, Times Square for it, and I and I heard podcast interviews with um with with I think Bill Lawrence and Jason Siegel. Yeah. I don't think I yeah. Heard, yeah yes, it's their show. Yeah, yeah. that would make sense. Uh, very good. Sometimes the tone isn't like a thousand percent. Wasn't for the me, guy? But... Uh, what's the name of the British guy who plays um the the angry soccer player? Um, um, oh, what's his name? What show? No, he he plays the angry soccer player in Ted Lasso. But um, he's like a he's a he's a British Jewish comedian. I think he was also involved in shrinking. Um, Is Brett his name Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Brett, okay, yes, he's the third yes. co-creator. Fair yes, Brett Goldstein. Okay. Yes. Um, he had plays Roy Kent in Ted Lasso. And he's the co-creator of Shrinking. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, 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 tell me, tell me about Shrinking. Is this a third show I need to put on my? Yeah, I think you should try the first episode. I think the tone also, you'll either like it or you won't. I think try the first episode. Mm. Uh, but it's fun to see Harrison Ford, Jessica Williams, the second lead is also. Oh yeah, she's good. Really good. It's interesting how most of these shows for you seems to be shows that are their first season or maybe are just miniseries. Whereas a lot of my shows are sort of the final season of these shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I took a lot of 2022 off from watching, so it makes sense. I think I'm like starting fresh with a lot of. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Number seven on my list. Yet another show that it's its final season. How to with John Wilson. Please tell me this is on your list. Uh, it's not on my list. I didn't see. Um, I only saw one episode this year, but I did see. Um, the first. I'm sh- I'm, this show was like right up your alley. I'm shocked you have. No, I I like to. I'd like to see it. If you told me like the two best episodes, I will go watch them. But the, the thing about the show is each episode of yours in such impossible to predict directions. Yeah, that I don't want. You don't want to say anything. You just got to watch them. There's okay, six mind. episodes a season. They're like half yeah. hour. Each. No, I, I've I've watched a bunch of them. I yeah. the, the probably the most famous one is the apartment one with the landlord or the uh his blank. Uh, yeah I, I don't even know which is the most famous i i listened to a long podcast with him he's 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 moving on to other projects now so he's uh but yeah but if you like nathan fielder um you would definitely like uh this show it's mm-hmm. uh it, it's absolutely wild and um especially and if, and if you have any connection to new york city i think you'll love it so he uh he really films new york city in a very beautiful and unique way that, that no one else ever has and you see parts of new york city that you'll never see no matter how much time you spend there which is uh which is nice to see as well 
Um, and that's a show on its final season, like so many others. Number six, another show on its final season for me is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, I, at first, I did not like the, what they were doing with the final season, how they're doing like flashbacks with her in her 80s, um, in the 1980s, excuse me. But I ended up really, really liking it. They did a couple of really smart things. I don't want to say anything to spoil it in case people haven't watched it or are going to watch. But um, if you like comedy, I'd recommend it. If uh, Again, if you like Jews or New York City, I'd recommend it. So, <laughs> What's number uh, six I've, for you? I've never seen that. Uh, I think you should leave as number six. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. You told me that already. Yeah. All right. Number five is a show that I think you recommended for me, I mean, among others, which is Jury Duty. Okay. I'll talk about Jury Duty later. Uh, what do you have to say about Jury Duty, though? Oh, well, what do you mean later? Is it number one? Yeah, it's my number one show. I think oh, it's wow. just such an original show. Mm -hmm. uh such a great concept they pulled it off they nailed it if even one percent of it isn't scripted like god bless them they you know as long as basically if he's not in on it which it, i don't think there's really been any accusation yeah. he was in on it and they did an amazing job like incredible. what was the name of that show about um where the one person's not in on it and like will they push someone off a roof and then they're at like a fundraiser and then like the body remember that i think i think that's uh nathan for you no not nathan for you it was a british push show. a guy off the roof it's nathan for you Okay, then I'm mixing. I'm, then I'm it mixing was the crazy up. episode. It's like one of the craziest episodes. Okay, then I'm not. Oh no, yes, I'm not talking about pushing off a roof. It, but it was. It was somebody slips and falls off a roof and dies. I don't know, but it's fake. Yeah, but they but, really but everybody, but but the person doesn't know it's fake, and it's like in the power of persuasion, what it convinces them to do, and there's like three different versions of it that they're showing simultaneously. I, I, you're sure that's not Nathan for you? Because it was crazy. People are, people are screaming into their phones right now. And they're mad at me, and All I right, apologize. Fine. All right, so let anyway, us know what. what um, my my issue with jury duty was, ah, it, so and I was contrasting it with that show that I forgot the name of, where it was like they tied it up a little bit too neatly into a bow, where they're like, "But you are just such a nice guy," and like this show, you're the hero, and like like he could have rightfully been pissed, and like in order to yeah. prevent him from being pissed, they really plaster on like the compliments to him at the end, um, mm -hmm. and it was a little bit too much, I thought, like. I, I, I do believe it's real. I just think that they were like, they were too nice to him, I basically think, is sort of my issue. But overall, it was very funny. It was very entertaining. Listen, number five for me, number one for you, so pretty highly ranked. And the most important thing for me for a show is have eight or fewer episodes and have your episodes half an hour or shorter in time, because otherwise it's too much of a commitment for me. So <laughs> I hear you. All right. Uh, what's five for you? Uh, five for me is Daisy Jones and the Six, a book I really liked. Um, and you know what Daisy Jones and the Six is? No idea. It is about a 1970s rock band uh, and oh. their uh, sort of rise and fall. Like Vinyl, uh, that show that was canceled after one season. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I like the book, uh, the and I like the show too. Uh, I what, love the music the from again? the... Uh, it, it was on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Ooh. good. Uh, Running time, 46 to 66 minutes. It's a, yeah, it's a, a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a drama, but uh, there's only 10 episodes. And we I got 10 episodes. That's like, I don't six know. Hours I mean, it would, I, I don't know of any bad. plans of a second season. It was more of a limited series, but uh, I like Daisy Jones. Wikipedia says it's a miniseries, but yeah, you never know. Yeah. All right. Um. So knowing me, if you had to rank Swarm, Poker Face, Shrinking, and Daisy Jones in the Six, which one would you recommend I try first? Well, I'll tell you what you'd like uh, most. Poker Face One. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Shrinking One, yeah. Poker Face Two, Daisy Jones Three. I don't like. I don't think you'll like Swarm. I'm not sure you'll like Daisy Jones either. But all right, so shr Shrinking One. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I will try it in that order. I'll let you know. Number four for me, uh, a show that you know people are going to make fun of me. Probably most people are off it already, but Billions. I thought Billions had a really, really good season. Is it done now? 
I believe so. I mean, yes, it is. Um, it was a little too cute, sort of the way that like the two, uh, you know, primary characters from the early seasons. I'm trying not to spoil things, you know, sort of their directions. Are they friends or the enemies? How it sort of goes around in a circle. That part annoyed me a little bit. Um, but um, you know, I, I thought that Billions was yeah, I have it one spot behind succession and you know it was not as good as succession, but I thought that the final season of Billions was, was pretty close. I thought it was a really strong season, so for the most part. Mm -hmm. What's fourth for you? Uh fourth for me is a show called Beef. Did you watch Beef on Netflix? Beef? Yeah. Um oh, is this the show with the restaurant in Chicago? No, that's a no, bear. That, Sorry. That's the bear. I tried multiple episodes of the bear. I was you know, people kept saying it's amazing and I did not get it. Sorry. Um, anyway, beef is uh, Stephen Yoon. Before you get to beef, what's your take on the bear? Uh, the bear's number two for me. Um, okay. So tell me, uh, well, well, we'll get to beef in a second. Tell me what, what am I missing about the bear? Uh, first of all, uh, I, maybe I, maybe I feel more of a connection. I always, uh, a frequent guest on my, on my, my favorite podcast, the uh, Hollywood handbook. But, uh, I just like the, I like the vibes. I like, um, the chemistry between, uh, Jeremy Allen White, White and, uh, and, uh, this friend cousin and and uh and and all the side people i really like the actors and i i just think it's like the stakes aren't super high right they're just like r trying to run a restaurant in uh chicago and you know they're they're uh you know uh it, it just I, I it's a vibe show for me i really like the vibes and the food and whatever okay um okay now let's go back to beef so you've never heard of beef i mean i've heard of the food Okay, so it was a popular show on Netflix. Not like the most popular, I guess, but Stephen Yeun and Ali Wong. You know Ali Wong. Okay, I love from, Ali Wong. Yeah, so she. The, so the two of them. Just, it's crazy. Like I, I thought I was an Ali Wong completist. I'm not even aware of the show, but like, it's kind of a problem in general. Like um, Julia Roberts, I found out had like some long show on Hulu that I'm like, how do mm -hmm. I not even know about this? It's just crazy. Like how many shows are and like how many famous people are on like shows that we don't even know about. Yeah, but, basically yeah. at the beginning of the first or so at some point in the first episode, I I, I saw it a while ago. Mm -hmm. Um. Stephen Yoon and, and Ellie Wong get into a road rage incident and basically spend the next 10 episodes trying to kill each other in various ways. And it's uh, um, it's, uh, it's how, uh, how much violence are we talking? Because, like, I, I'm not interested in any violence in my TV shows, honestly, at this point. Well, there's some violence. OK, um, well, it's what's... not. I mean, it can be funny there. You know, Ali Wong is obviously funny. They're they're yeah. funny. But like uh, it is uh, it is more it's more of an intense show. Yeah. Um, Watch first episode. I, I, if you're not in the mood for any violence, maybe skip it. But uh, I, I liked it. Um, I also don't know if they're doing a second season. I don't think they are, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I started to watch Squid Game and like five minutes into the first episode, somebody stuck a knife in somebody's eye and I was like, no, I'm out. The fake so. Squid Game. You, you mean the like the, the original not the one. one they did now? Yeah, yeah, now it's like a reality show or something also. Yeah, I, they, I'm, I'm out the on the whole Squid thing. Game thing. Okay. All right. But I really do like Ali Wong a lot. I mean, she's one of my favorite comedians. So I might have to put beef ahead of shrinking i might have to put it number one on my try list just because of no uh, i think shrinking is very chester coded as the kids would say okay all right um <laughs> is that what the kids say they say coded a lot of things are coded whatever but i don't yeah. know I'm, I'm old we're old yeah um all right so 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 beef is three right you said mm -hmm. and then two for you is the bear Right. Uh, two for me is the bear. One for me is sure to do it. I only have three left. What do you have left? Okay. Um. Did we talk about um? I don't know. Fleischman is in trouble as a show last year because I was. Do yeah. you consider that a Coded Chester show? I didn't see it. I have the book oh. and I haven't read it. Oh, I'm it's sort of okay, yeah, that, that show is as Chester coded as you could be. Um. 
it's uh you know they live on the upper east side one of them's a doctor they're their 40s they went to israel they're jewish you know they're married with kids mm-hmm. yeah that, that shows uh very coded for chester so um, all right, number two for me is a show that has been very near the top of my list, if not number one on my list, I think maybe last year the year before is Dave. Dave, absolutely phenomenal. Yet another phenomenal season for Dave. Um, I, I don't I don't know how I could recommend a show more than um than I recommend Dave. But not yeah. even on your list, apparently. No, Dave is in my three. Dave is my missing show. Oh, oh, it's number three on your list. Oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, I love Dave. Um I you know, I want uh I want him to keep going. Mm-hmm. I thought this was uh, at its peak, maybe the best season of Dave. Yeah, I, I really don't want to spoil it because if you haven't seen Dave, you need to see Dave. But there was like a one second cameo of in one of the most famous actors in the world um, in one of the episodes. And I was like, wait a second, was that guy there? Because it was like literally for less than a second. And then it, 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 whatever. I'm just saying this show pays off. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, and then there's a, a a full episode cameo of one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah, well, maybe. Anyways, I'm I'm trying to really avoid spoilers here because I don't I, like okay. whatever. The point is, you should watch Dave. It's a, it's a phenomenal show. If you like music, if you like comedy, um, mental health conversations. I mean, I I don't know how anybody would want to watch Dave. Um, if you like rap, for sure. Um, if you like Rachel McAdams, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Dave is number two for me, and the only reason number two is because a show that I've already discussed. The history of the Minnesota Vikings was obviously going to be number one for me. Oh my god! Uh, so I mean, nothing, how can something be more Chester coded than that? So stupid. Like, no, it's not stupid because John Boyce's show on the Seattle Mariners and the Atlanta Falcons were two of my favorite shows ever. And I cared zero about those teams. So obviously when he made a show about my team, it was, you know, like there's no, but like I would, I would recommend that for any fan of sports or even American Mm -hmm. culture, even independent, because again, I love the one on the Mariners and I love the one on the Falcons because of John Boyce and how he does it, but it's a little bit idiosyncratic. It's not for everyone. I understand. And, um, you know, but if you're not a Vikings fan and if you are a Vikings fan and you're not watching it, then, then there's seriously something wrong with you. And if you're a John Boyce fan, then you probably already watched it. So that pretty much covers everybody. I would guess. Um, but yeah, so that's my list. That's your list. So, uh, overall, how do you feel of it as in terms of a season of TV? And and what, what show? In terms just, of just the 2023 as a year. Oh, 20. Oh, I thought very good. Um, like I said, there isn't like a defining show right now. I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, I don't know what the most anticipated shows are of 2020. There's some video game shows like a couple of them. And I don't you know, that's not really our uh, domain. But sometimes those shows are, um, you know, can, can blow up like The Last of Us. I think people were very into, but I don't know what that is really. Um see most anticipated shows 2024 well i mean true detectives coming back okay that's something we got curb coming back right february 4th that's obviously Uh uh masters of the air it's like a band of brothers type show are are you watching fargo or no i'm not i'm out on fargo i i lost touch a while ago because i'll say like it'll be on my next season um next year list because again the final three episodes are in 2024 but uh, uh i'm liking fargo i'm looking forward to that ending but yeah my, my most exciting thing is obviously curb coming back february 4th uh pretty good friends is changing to pretty 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 good um house of the dragon season two i think is late summer 24 so i'm looking forward to that which you called a uh a game of thrones knockoff i think a few minutes ago mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah those are the shows that i'm most looking forward to i would say are house of the dragon and curb and I'm a Max guy. We know I'm a Max guy. But I'm not even... There's too much on every streamer now to be like in completion. completion oh, for it. sure. So, yeah. No, you could look at it, somebody at like a Seppenwall top 20 list or someone else and like you would never have yeah, never have heard of it. Yeah, but you, but I'm going to watch an episode of Shrinking, Beef, Poker Face, Daisy Jones. I don't know when I'm going to watch all these shows, but you know. All well, right, let us know. You you, you update us. Um, yeah. 
All right. Um, any any more football talk, or should we? Uh, you know, we're gonna come up with with another. Pa- I think for the patron episode this week, we're gonna rank our top podcasts of the year. No, it'll mostly be football. I don't think that's a full episode, so we'll mostly talk football. I got some podcast takes. Okay, you could do podcast takes, but we'll also make picks for yeah, week give, 17. Give me your. What, what was your How live are... reaction to me in the hot tub? Oh, it was great. Uh, it was so funny. You know, I, I asked Will to do a song. Uh, I didn't say like challenge the next person to rap battle, but I knew he was gonna do a musical thing. I didn't realize it would go to the next person. And I guess it could have been a disaster, you know, depending on who we sent it to. But I think it worked. I mean, uh, I, I was so pissed. I'm like, a rap battle, really? Like, that's such an obnoxious thing to do. <laughs> and, and I know. When did you like, write it? Like five minutes before I recorded it. Like Thursday right. night. No, like, it was, it was uh, you know, I mean, knowing it, that you had very little time to do it. It, 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 it happens, I knew it was Jen's birthday. It happens to be that on this very podcast, I have previously rapped. And so, you know, there was yeah. obviously, there was an easy reference to me. I don't know if usually Men in Black is the beats that people use when they're having a rap battle. But in this right. case, yeah. no, maybe they should. Yeah, uh, um, it was really good. No, it was all right, great. Yeah. So, so that, that part worked. Um, and then I added the captions because I realized it in my falsetto voice rapping. It was no, I mean, really I smart, honestly. And then we ended up releasing it really just because of that and the will thing as like a as a video episode. So it ended up working out. Yeah. So everybody got to see my uh, my nude shoulders in the hot tub. Congratulations to everyone who saw that. Um. Yeah. And and you put it back on the wheel for another spin one time. Well, we'll do I think we'll do it next year. By the way, I, I disagree with the people who are complaining. Like I I like the idea of the three hundred sixty cutoff. First of all. You can add as many non-canonicals as you want. Second of yeah. all, 360 is so far away. So you can always away. change your mind if you really want, but it does add right. some If we really decide in 18 months, I agree. Yeah, if you're making a million dollars an episode in 2025, you'll change the, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, uh, I don't I don't want people to rely on that, uh, but it's not a yeah. 0% chance for sure. Yeah, I just I just think like giving more stakes. And also, I'm a guy who wants an ending to things, right? Like I'm I'm overwhelmed by pretty good friends right now because we have like 248 episodes of curb of friends to go. And I'm like, thank God for uh, 10 curbs to come and go. Uh, by the way, um, t- uh, t- Kevin, Kevin O'Connell just announced that uh, season ending ACL surgery and MCL surgery for TJ Hawkinson. Ooh, so that's confirmed. bad for my uh, fantasy team, um, in, which is in the championship in my first year in your yeah, league. So, so Wanham confirmed out for the season. Hawkinson confirmed out for the season. Jordan Addison, they're saying week to week. There's only Not two great. weeks left, so I don't know how week to week works when there's two weeks left. So, yeah, this team is now the Packers are not very good either, so they can still beat the Packers and then they might get, you know, the Lions backups. Although the Vikings needed to win against the Bears backups uh, in 2018, I think it was the first Kirk season um, mm-hmm. to make the playoffs and they found a way to lose that one. So the Vikings could certainly lose. And the upside for this team is like well, the absolute ceiling at this point with any of these shit quarterbacks is, you know, upset in the first round and lose by 20 in the second round. So ultimately, yeah, I what would we agree here. But um, you know, somehow this team started one and four, and they still have. A, they started one and four, and they are presently on a one and four run, in which the only win was three nothing. And yet somehow they've uh, maintained my, uh, they've maintained my attention for the entire fall, which is you know what the Vikings do every year, and I have to give them credit for that. So you know the Jets don't do that for you. Um. All right. So we'll be back uh, tomorrow or Thursday with uh with a patron. This was regular feed. Uh, yeah, this is going to be, this is going on the main feed. Yeah. So the podcast okay, rankings the and, and football, and I say week, uh, week 17 football picks. We'll do that for the patrons. Uh, uh, how, how was my, um, how off was I on, uh, guess the lines this week? Um, you were, let me pop it open. You were beating me early in the early going. You were up like four, two in the first couple of games. I beat you 11, nine. Yeah. You were, uh, by your standards, you're pretty good. 23 and a half points off. Cumulative. I was 14 points off. Cumulative. Um, what were the big misses? Your your big misses are always that you guess way too like you guess nine and a half for, for Arizona Philly, which is twelve and a half. 
You guessed nine and a half for San Francisco, Washington, which is 13 and a half. You always just don't get, you know, you actually did guess 12 and a half for New England Buffalo, um, which was actually too high. It was 12, but you won that one because I was, I went 13 and a half. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, your biggest flaw, I think, is you tend to like not go double digits on like, on like the huge spreads. Um, yeah. So pretty close. You, uh, you got New Orleans, Tampa Bay. Exactly right. You got, um, and you had a, uh, yeah, you beat me in a couple other ones. So yeah, overall, overall decent, a decent week. Uh, we have to make our picks. We never ended up making our picks last week because we didn't do a second episode with the Christmas. Ah, okay. So we'll do it this week. Yeah. We assume we just went 16 and 0. I was like 11 and 2, but then, you know, all, all the underdogs, you know, Las Vegas won and Baltimore won. And so all the uh, New England won. So all the under, I ended up 11 and 5 for the week. Uh, Kiva, I will talk to you about podcasts and football in a couple days. Bye. All right. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.